Hey guys, and welcome back to Book Cock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we already know where your mind has been. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was all those fan casts. Starting off hot. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Book Talk <laughs> Made Me, uh, the podcast where we're talking about <laughs> and other things. Uh, so, bit of a bummer. Today's episode, we're talking about The War of Two Queens from Jennifer Armentrout. However, we have already done this. In the past, two weeks ago, we had a whole discussion, thought session, and then somehow we lost the audio. Womp, womp. So here we are, two weeks later, coming to give you our mostly fresh thoughts on A War of Two Queens. As always, I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Hilda. Hey. And Bridget. Hi. Uh, So we're going to get into The War of Two Queens. Um, Do a little recap, our initial thoughts. Last time we recorded, I had just finished the book a mere 20 minutes before the podcast started. So I've had a little bit more time to marinate on my thoughts, think about it through, and I think what I initially feel is different than I felt before. So we'll discuss. And I know Hilda has some breaking news for us that she's going to drop a little bit later. It's an update to the RH. I feel like it's going to be controversial, but we'll see. You know, now I kind of feel bad because, Caitlin, you were – like last minute cramming for this podcast. Cramming for recording. a <laughs> Fresh And then we just break. lose it all. You had more time to <laughs> read. I'm sorry. Came with my notes, was prepared for class. So now, can I just say. She came with wine, my favorite, so. My favorite thing right now is this transcript that has very like terrible, I guess, closed captioning. <laughs> transcription. And just. When you scroll further down, you know, remember when we started talking about lasagna? It says lasagna. (laughs) It says lasagna, which has been, I've seen that reference a couple of times. I mean, I thought that when I first read it. And then I think even in this last book, they were like, you mean lasagna? And I was like, I'm not the only one that thought this was how it was pronounced. It's pretty great. All right. So let's get into our recap. Um, and we'll mention lasagna a million times just because <laughs> now. Uh, so fresh thoughts initially. Now we know the book had some controversy because a lot of the fans felt a certain kind of way and they came for Miss Armantrout, which we don't love. Yes. Um, so I know all of us for the most part avoided social media that week just so like we wouldn't come across any spoilers. Um But, you know, I remember still picking up a couple of things. And so obviously people had very strong feelings about um, the joining, but they also felt that like Poppy was having um, an emotional affair with Kieran. And so, you know, they were really upset about that. But then on top of that, people started um, getting really nasty about their opinions, which is not cool. I mean, you're allowed to have whatever opinion you want, but like don't insult other people for feeling differently. And obviously don't go after JLA, whether you liked this book or not, you know, she still put a lot of work and effort into it. Like it's just not cool to do that. And so people were leaving nasty reviews on Goodreads. Um, They were leaving nasty reviews, you know, all over the place, but they actually hadn't read the book. They were just giving their opinion on what they thought should have or actually should not have happened. Um, So, you know, we all feel a certain way. I know how I feel, but, um, you know, we're supposed to be adults because we are reading new adult literature. Supposed Um, to be. Supposed to be. So it feels wrong that people would get so nasty about it. Right. Like this book brings me joy. Exactly. Maybe this one specifically didn't bring me as much joy as the other ones did, but still, a better know. book I, than I could probably write. I just can't believe, yeah. like, trust me, I get invested in these series, so I understand, but I cannot even begin to understand how people will, like, attack the author specifically 
over the storyline. Like, first of all, it's her story. She can do whatever the hell she wants with it. And you should be grateful she's even writing this stuff for us. She still gave us popping cast. Like, just because you have a disagreement or you have feedback for the book doesn't mean you have to be nasty about it. Like, the golden rule you learn in kindergarten, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Why did, do people not apply that on their everyday life? I don't get it. Hmm. The internet would be a better place for it. The internet's a mean dark place. I would love to see all those people who left those nasty reviews try to write a book. Yeah. I'd like to see them try. Yeah. Wouldn't happen. So bad reviews withstanding. I think our initial thoughts when we first did our first half, first quarter of the book thoughts, we felt the reading was a little off. I know my initial thoughts, I found, I think, the pacing of the book a little off now that I'm sitting back and kind of thinking through because it felt like it was a little bit of a slow journey and then a lot happens in the last 10%. four chapters, 10 chapters, 10 pages. I don't know. There was so much that happened. Thoughts? I, yeah. So I did not particularly enjoy this book. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to say it's terrible. Um, it's so far, it's been my least favorite. Hopefully it'll stay my least favorite. Um, if it hadn't been for the last 10%, I probably would have been so disappointed. And even though there's so much that happened right at the end, um, between, you know, God, like the resurrection maybe of Colas, um, Isbeth dying or getting killed, yeah. you know, the Dakai or however you pronounce it, I can't remember that conversation, you know, coming up, everybody essentially dying, but and then coming, coming back, back to life because Poppy is the primal of life. Um, and, death. you know, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot that happened. It was really chaotic, but and I enjoyed it. Even thinking back on it, I'm like hearing you say that I'm like there was so much that I already forgot and it just felt like jam-packed unnecessarily. It really was. I I think if she gave us like 25% of the book, the ending, and expanded mm -hmm. that a little mm -hmm. bit, I think it would have been an easier thing to digest where we still got all the details we needed. I don't know. Yeah, because they didn't, they didn't save Castile until like 50 or 60% of the book end. Which is probably my biggest beef. Like, it was this way, is it was the man you love. And you are acting like he is the end of the world for you. Yeah, it took you 50% of the book to get to him. It took you 25% of the book, roughly, of course, to decide that you were going to go save him. Like, why? I understand that you're queen now and you have to deal with all your war and tactics, but it just felt so out of character for Poppy. I think I would have wanted... And maybe it is in character for Poppy. Like, she's brand new to this. But I think I would have wanted someone more definitive with a strong battle plan like Aelin from Throne of Glass. Like, here's the plan. Here's what we're doing. We're riding into the night to go save Castile. So Aelin is, like, the ultimate badass. The ultimate. Love her so much. Her and Manon. Perfect duo. Manon. 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 When I, I was like, I didn't realize there's another pronunciation for this. Yeah, I I align with listen with Brit on a lot of things. I did not align with her pronunciation. With the pronunciation. Manon. I was just caught Manon. off guard. I was like, Manon. That sounds like. There was a contestant on, this is one of my favorite shows to watch, The Great British Baking Show, and her name was. Now I'm second guessing the pronunciation. It was Manon, I think. Manon? That's a Manon. That's weird. Yeah, Manon. It was Manon. Manon? Um, Are you sure? Gotta look it up now. Well, I feel like I gotta say it with a British accent to make it sound like they do it. Do it, do it, do it. Manon. Manon. No. Manon. No, Manon. Manon. Oregano. No. She was Manon. <laughs> Oregano. That's what they call it, which I feel like is now the right way now that I know. Aluminium. Aluminium. The best one. It's very fancy sounding for aluminum. I Anyhow. feel like it should be pronounced that way. Anyhow. Wow. So Castile not saved early on. Also, 
As you can I, tell, I we like really it, did not enjoy this book because even well, in our second recording, we're still like, nah, nah, it's all right. I know. I'm trying to think back on the parts that I enjoyed. And I feel like even the reveals, I'm thinking back on it. I'm like, oh, okay, that um, Millicent Millie is Poppy's yeah. sister. And we still didn't save her dad, which is not Millicent's. It is Millicent's dad, right? They're yes. the same dad? Yes. No, they don't. Eris, oh, yeah. half sister. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. No, they're they're, they're full, full sisters. They're full sisters. Full sisters. Okay. So it was just I don't know. Like it was I kept feeling like we were building to something and then it would just kind of fall flat. And we're building right. to something and then, and then it would kind of fall flat. Millie's heart me is Castile's brother Malik. But she doesn't know it. That seems well, impossible. That whole part is weird. Um, I feel like at some point we talked about the prophecy and how the prophecy, first of all, everybody's just like stuck on the prophecy the way that Bridget's stuck on our screen right now. (laughs) With a very concerned face. (laughs) Am I better now? I'm I'm moving around. I'm shaking my head. Okay. You're just just very concerned. I feel about this situation. Oh, it came back. I was going to take a picture. <laughs> you're, you're moving again. Everybody's just like harping on this prophecy the entire book. And I can't remember the prophecy off the top of my head right now. But essentially, it felt like Malik and um, Millie were supposed to be like the originals. Yeah. But then obviously, Millie dies um, because while she was going through her culling, she was using weak blood, weak Atlantean blood. I can't remember if it was, she was using Castile's or Castile's. Yeah. She was using Castile's weak blood. So she didn't make it through. So she died. And so she got resurrected into like this revenant thing, whatever that they've kind of explained, but not really. Um, And so then Poppy is the fulfillment of the prophecy. Um, yeah, so Millie's the first, the second daughter. No, the first daughter. She's first. So P- Poppy really is the second daughter. Yes, and then Poppy is the second. So I guess now it makes sense. Well, they had to bring her into this book because the prophecy wasn't going to make sense either way. I feel like the prophecy didn't really make sense either way. I mean, you can interpret prophecies however you want. Apparently. Um. Because, yeah. That was another thing I, you just brought it up was I was really annoyed that every single time they came across a new town in Solus, they were all like, oh my god, Poppy, the prophecy. And you were like, when did you learn about this prophecy? Yeah. Uh, good. That's a good And it point. turned out it's- like they've known about it all this time and they've just been hiding it. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Knows. They made it. Yeah. It just, unless the PR team for Isbeth was just really working overtime to spread those pamphlets out to the villagers. Like, have you heard the word? Letting them know. Well, well I don't know because what's her face? Um, Matilda. Vesa. Yeah, Vessa. <laughs> Matilda, Vesa. Matilda Bagshot. Yeah, yeah. that woman. <laughs> she, seemed, she was acting like she's been around waiting since the day of time. I feel like there was more meat left on that bone. Like, we, I didn't get really a solid explanation of or I didn't understand what she was and why she seemed important and then seemingly just faded back into the night. It was so, weird because they use that as like an introduction to, oh, there's also magic involved. It's not just god powers. And it's I was the like, primal magic. The primal or- magic that they use from the gods. I was like, okay, great. What else are we going to do with this? And so every think- single time there's nothing. I think that that's something that's probably going to develop be developed later, or at least we'll give JLA that benefit of the doubt, because I felt like what it was leading up to was, one, there's a primal that taught them things. And so we automatically assumed that it was Malik, even though he wasn't a primal because his parents are, um, he would know about primal magic and then he taught it to Isbeth. But... With the introduction of, like, what's-his-face. Callum. Yes. With with Callum being the around. And I the think, golden boy, yes. Yeah. Being connected back to Colas, then maybe it wasn't Malik that revealed all these secrets, but it's just 
it's been Callum to try to bring back Colas. So I think they haven't gone out right and said that. I don't think JLA has, but I think that's the direction that we're going in. Yes. I can Uh, agree with that. And also, I don't think Colas, I don't think he's back, but he's been awakened. I wasn't quite clear. It's mostly Voldemort. It's very Voldemort. Like he's back, but he's not back. Like Like, his essence is back, but like he's on the back of someone's head, up some professor's head, (laughs) just chilling. Who's wearing a turban? Yeah. (laughs) Just Um, beware. Beware the hair. Enemies of the air. Beware. (laughs) Bridget used to regularly tell me that in meetings. (laughs) For the record. Like about work stuff. I mean, it worked. It worked. I knew I knew what you were trying to tell me. Um so speaking of Malik, we learn at the end Isbeth's plan was to kill him all along so that Poppy could finish her calling. Right? Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. Yes, okay. she was planning to kill her lover. We just Malik. didn't know her. That was her plan. We thought yeah. she because was trying to bring him back. Right, she couldn't. She couldn't kill Poppy because I guess it was either kill Poppy or kill Malik. And she said to she bring had, back Colas. Yeah, she had too much love in her heart. That's very odd. And that seemed. I think we talked about this in our other recording, but. The whole book, I feel like previous book, we're all talking about Malik, Malik, where's he hidden? What's going to happen to him? He was so bad. Oh my gosh, he's hidden. And then they retrieve him and they're like, oh, we got his crusty coffin. Let's roll. <laughs> like there was no, <laughs> it was, it seemed too easy. It was like, oh, we got him end chapter and he moved on to the next chapter and they're traveling back into town. You're like, wait, did I miss the part? I Is had this to it? go back to be like, oh, wait, they did, they did get him. That was it. The like only- they killed the snake people, the Grim, the Grim, the Grim, the Grim, <laughs> with, um, <laughs> with the snakes inside. Blech. And then, like, they just went in and retrieved it. And then, like you said, boom, next chapter. And, like, we're just trucking through town hauling a, a casket. Well, with- because they had to haul ass to the important part of the book, i.e. the most awkward joining scenes. <sighs> that was also another chapter that I finished. And I was like, wait, did it happen? And I had to go back and read. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that was that. <laughs> what was, was that? I think what we've all, we're, we're left maybe unfulfilled. By the joining. Unfulfilled, unsatisfied. Like unsatisfied. We did not we climb our hopes. We <laughs> did not finish. Did not finish. We had high hopes, Bridget. We were like, yes, the joining needs to happen. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to read it. I like that they gave it a purpose. Like, okay, we need to – there's a reason behind us Which really is what doing I wanted. This. Yes. So right. let's backtrack really quickly. Hilda was pro-joining – Overall, she didn't want it. She didn't care. No, she was anti. That would be anti. oh, just kidding. Anti. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just so pro joining. I'm just so used pause. to saying it. <laughs> Caitlin was pro joining no matter what. I was pro joining if it had a purpose. So, we got my version, but so and the purpose was that Kieran was somehow stabbed with like a shadow stone, and some kind of. And I may be mixing up a couple books here, but some kind of spirity. It was like a little curse, yeah, or like shadow. a little shadow went into him. And Callum did magic again, right. more use of and the threat was he will die in a fortnight or whatever medieval time period we're talking about here. A week, two if weeks. Two, weeks. two weeks, two weeks, if you don't come back with Malik, and. So I think leading up to it, I would have liked to have seen Karen in more distress to really like hammer home this this thought of like, oh my gosh, this is He was more concerned about Castile. Like well, he had more feelings like, about that. Yes, and I feel like there was no payoff. Like, so they do and we'll come back to this, but they do the joining and then he's like, I'm healed. And like that's it. Like, there was no dramatic exorcism. There was no – it was like, the bonds have been broken. Hurrah. Moving on. It was like a really strange way to put a Band-Aid on a situation. Right. Yeah. Because they were just like, let's slap a Band-Aid on it and boom, he's great. The Band-Aid being the joining. But I, I felt like they could have 
emphasize more of like how bad the situation would have been if Kiernan was actually correct. Gone. I wanted the stakes yes. a little bit more. Yes. I think I would have liked more raised stakes as opposed to asking Poppy a hundred thousand times. Are you down for this threesome? Yeah. Are you not down for this threesome? Do you know what this threesome means? You Just know what? My, oh my god, I I love the consent and I appreciate the consent and the fact that they're like we need a verbal yes and I liked that. However, it spent way more time on that than it did explaining anything else. Yeah, I, agree. I feel like I don't you bring know. up a really good point. One of the reasons that I did not enjoy the book um, was because I was very uncomfortable the entire time. Like, it kept cringing, and it kept just, ugh. And it just, it made me uncomfortable. Like, Poppy and Kieran's relationship, I'd always liked it and appreciated it. I always read it as, like, a brother-sister relationship. I know Bridget and other people have had different interpretations of it. And so just the way, though, that they were behaving with each other in this book made me really uncomfortable. So I wasn't able to, like, honestly enjoy anything that was happening and I feel like if they had put Kieran more in a life or death situation mm-hmm. then that would have potentially distracted me honestly and I wouldn't have hated the joining as much I feel like they spent 50% of the book leading up to the joining even though there wasn't a cause for the joining yet by building up that sexual tension between Poppy and Kiernan. And that's why people were pissed because they thought she was like mostly cheating on Cass, whatever your opinions are on it. But I feel like if they had just completely like ignored it the entire time and then suddenly Kiernan gets this curse and it's like, oh shit, now we have to do the joining. I felt like that would have probably went a little better for my terms for being comfortable with the book and, you know, building suspense. Cause then I would be like, Oh, they're not going to do the joining at all. And then, oh my God, we're actually doing it. Oh my God, Kieran's going to die. So, I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Who knows? I, if that's the right way. Also, I felt like, I think we talked about this last time too, that like it was just a lot of dialogue. Like there was a lot of conversations that were present for hearing back and forth. And some of it's witty, so like I don't mind it, but it just felt like, a lot of just speaking to each other to further the plot like oh Castile I know blah 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 and she, I, I don't know that was a terrible <laughs> example <laughs> but I just felt like so much of the book was like Kieran and Poppy talking Castile and Millie talking like but it wasn't you mean there wasn't enough action in between I the guess, dialogue? Yes. I guess, That's what I'm getting at. That's the terrible – Which, I mean, I feel like that is a trend, especially with the second book when they were traveling to Atlantia. It was mostly like Poppy asking 600 questions, and that's how we found out all the information we needed to know. But – Yeah, but yeah. That, that gave you, you know, it's story to further the story. Right. Um, here, it just – it did. It felt like really repetitive mm-hmm. and – it was tr- just, just drawn out way too much. Like, if we could have sped up the timeline here and got cast quicker, dealt with more of the action, and, you know, you have this huge battle scene, and, we're like, we barely got any p- bit of it. I think I would have liked more tension. So, in... Between who? Between just, what? Yeah, anyone? <laughs> so, like, even the tension of, like, okay, I'm going to go meet Isbeth. This is going to be a big thing. I'm confronting her. We're going to get some information. Like reading the last book of Throne of Glass, forgetting the one, but there's a huge battle that's taking on. Like I felt like reading that portion was just like you're very stressed and like, oh my God, this is going to go one of two ways. Where, How do we – how do our characters survive? And I didn't have any nervousness of her going to meet Isbeth or them going to Rectitude Cast. Like it just felt like here we go. It was like, here we go again, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to go meet this person, and then we're going to go. Like, I know there's no real consequences. It's like when she got captured or, like, taken, and she went to her whole bedroom, and I was like, great, she's in the queen's hands again. Here we go. But there wasn't no, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen now? We're just, like, just reading along and figure it out, I guess. 
Yeah, like I would have liked maybe for her to be in her own bedroom and like see clues from Victor or something like that, trying to like tell her that she didn't realize like something. Oh, I do think that's an important part. Speaking of Victor's, he was an actual Victor and he came and spoke to Tawny and gave him, gave Tawny the information, like part of the prophecy. And I thought that was well, a Tawny's nice like touch. fever dream. But Tawny, so. They really didn't explain it, but it seems like Tawny has also become, like, a revenant. I don't know if they were heading in that direction. Because they're, like, her eye color changed. Her skin is, like, now super cold. So it was like she got brought back to give Poppy those messages. And so she's alive, but she's not I feel like they mentioned her eye color was getting better. But I don't – I don't know what's happening there. I don't know if I care, honestly. I bad? think – to me, it was like they, they described her like halfway to dead. Like she was great eyes. Like she looked like a ghost in my opinion. And then she was getting – given back life, I guess. But I don't know if the revenants are like that. I know the revenants have different eye colors, but not all of them are that different. Well, I guess you can yeah. look at Millie. Millie's different. I don't think – necessarily that she came back as revenant but i think it's supposed to be another example of like that primal magic, magic or whatever yeah. that we are pro- need to learn more about um because it seems to be becoming a plot point so before this book i really wanted kieran and tawny to get together but honestly at this point i want kieran and reaver to get together <laughs> <laughs> reaver but that was the best part like they're just ridiculous i like it like honestly that's the i feel like that the, the banter you're looking the for banter between, between Cass and poppy which happened so much in like the first two books um is what really endeared them to me and so not having that really at all this book i think he made maybe like a couple of jokes after he got rescued um, about the journal or whatever, um, Willa's journal, but yeah, it, <laughs> Reaver and Kieran had to keep the banter going. Um, so I did appreciate that. Um, I, I feel like they should be together. I, it was almost kind of funny in a way that they're like Reaver, you knew these answers all along. He's like, yep. <laughs> like that was it my favorite one I don't remember at what point, point this was but he was just like flicking people off and they're like don't flick him off he was like I'm flicking everyone off he's just like a surly teenager which is hilarious I know because everyone thinks he's so old and then his dad's like no he's still pretty much an adolescent <laughs> which makes sense um, makes those those fuck you vibes <laughs> makes a lot of sense I think there's a couple of times he's just like, you guys are so stupid. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I he was like, to you Poppy, guys I thought nothing. you would know, but then I realized shortly afterwards you didn't know shit <laughs> about yourself. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, that's what the past four books have been about. She don't like, know Where shit. have you been also? Like, you see Sleeping. this girl struggling. Yeah. Wake up, like, Reaver. <laughs> Reaver, on top of being a silly teenager, is like, has like no... He has no social cues. <laughs> Can't read a room. I feel like he he can. He just doesn't care. He's just like, meh. Um, lacks empathy. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I feel like it's um, for his own entertainment He's a little bit of point. a sociopath. I can say that. Do you want to touch on at the end where we had everyone die? That the way their deaths were I was very concerned. I was like, no, Delano Delano. Delano Delano. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I feel like everyone was falling. Everyone's falling. And the way that everyone just sort of fell unceremonious ceremoniously. Uh-huh. Like, oh, he was stabbed and he's bleeding and Poppy looks this way and someone else is bleeding through and you're like the female oh, okay. girl. Hisa? Hisa? Hisa. Hisa? He's, I call her Hisa. I say hi. I, Hisa? I call her Hisa. H-I-S-A, right? Yeah. She, I know she's completely described differently, but in my head, I think of 
the really tall blonde girl from Throne of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yes. Brienne of Tarth. Yes. When she like dropped, I was like, I could just see it. I was like, so I will say I did like the quote where they're like, be 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 careful, but be brave. Yeah, that was cute. So I it's interesting because when everybody like started dropping like flies and dying um when he said died i was like oh that sucks and then there is this other um wool vent that poppy was really close to i can't remember his name that he died um when they took over like one of the first cities is mm. it auden i can't so it was an a i keep wanting to say alistair but that's not it no um so when well, we he really died, didn't I know like, him i know but still like the fact another that thing. I feel like that guy just popped up out of nowhere and she's like, no. Well, yes. And we're like, who? Who is this man? Well, it was nice to get a new character introduction. To have them meet but as, die. But then Hisa died. Then um, Delano died. And then I think Niall died. And as all these people just start dying, I was like, they're not going to stay dead. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like I felt like it was too many people. You know, yeah. one or two, because like, they were rushing gone. so much through that part. I was like, I couldn't really absorb it. Like, he's a okay. That one was like a oh shit. And then Delano, I actually was like, fuck no, 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 it's not gonna happen. And then the other ones, I just didn't care about. But I didn't have enough strong enough reaction to actually, you know, feel super upset about it. But no, and I can think of other characters' books in books where they have died. And I have been unwell. You know what I mean? And even though sometimes they come back, but I don't know it at the time. And I am tears. This was like, oh, all right, next page. Oh, someone else. Oh, no. Next page. No, I feel like there was just no emotion. When I first started this reading journey, and I don't think Caitlin would remember this, but I do because I felt bad afterwards. I was reading A Throne of Glass. Not Throne of Glass. Akatar. And I got to the scene, spoiler, where Reese dies. Mm-hmm. And I flipped. I was like messaging you at like two o'clock in the morning. I was like, I, remember. I cannot believe what the fuck I remember. Caitlin. I was pissed. And then I went to like the next chapter. I was like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> I remember you like actually said that you're like, what? Why did you make me read this book? And then you're like, oh, JK, he's alive. Ha <laughs> ha. I was like, don't mind me. No, I mean, I can think of some other deaths. There's some characters from Ruthless Boys from Zodiac Academy I cried oh. in. I think Zodiac Academy I cried in. Crescent City I cried in. Some characters death. Thrown a glass. A, a death that still sits with me. Um, His dad, right? His dad? What? Oh, Who? No. Adian's dad? No? Nope. Okay. The 13. Just kidding. Spoiler. 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 Sorry. Oh, the, thir- yes. the death of the 13 oh, was well, brutal. Uh... Brutal. Like, I still think I'm like, oh, it took me – like, I just remember sobbing reading that. Moral of the story, didn't sob for anyone in this book. Uh, wait. Not can we go tear. back to the 13, the flowers afterwards? Uh, oh. No. And then she was like, I'm going to be – fine. bury me at the hill or I'll be with the farmer and the baby. And I was like, ooh. Oh. oh, her character. Oh, my God. Such a good, like, a, thir- a tertiary character, character arc. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's some character development. You got to hand that to Sarah J. Bass because she really knows how to pull your heartstrings on someone you didn't know you were supposed to love so fiercely and deeply. Couldn't we all had to take a moment of silent for that. I am. Um, R.I.P. 13. I don't even remember what her name was. I don't either. Oh, let me Google. Her death, Sam. Well, the thirteenth death, Sam's death, and then Adian's dad death. I was like, oh. that one I was sad for. Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel. Gabriel. Like Gabriel. Hmm. Yeah. Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah, and everyone recycling the same names. We continue the mispronunciation. Uh, that was a good I mean, book. she gave us a pronunciation guide in this, and again, we say thank you, and I reject your reality and insert my own because because it's the fourth book. Yeah, you can't you can't do this to me halfway through. It's like changing your name. Was it Astrid? Yeah, Astrid. That was Astrid. It's Astrid, and then Sorrel. 
oh god now i'm depressed yeah, that was terrible sorry. Part. thanks caitlin um <laughs> so other things we should discuss i will toot my own horn here i did predict that malik would be the dark one major yes. point yeah that was a big reveal again could have been a little more meat left on that bone I feel like maybe we could have – I feel like maybe I just didn't understand his – I un- understood it, but, like, did I – Do you guys feel like we're supposed to feel ambiguous towards Malik? Like, honestly, I don't – one and a half – well, one and a quarter book later, I don't know – I don't know what to make of him. Do you know like, how to make of any of the characters at this point? Like, what? Well, this is true, but it's just, it's so weird because I felt like we were supposed to love him. Obviously, Cass is really devoted to him. You know, that's how this whole thing got started. You know, he kidnapped Poppy to bargain, you know, to trade her for Malik's life. Obviously, you know, they fall in love. They're still trying to come up with ways to save him. You know, at the end of book three, we think he's a traitor and he's you know, made an alliance with Isbeth, but really we find out in book four that he's only sticking around because Millie is his heartmate, which he knows, but she doesn't. How, I don't even know how that works. Like, I feel like I don't, know don't how you that only works find out when the two of you meet up in your dreams? No, I think it. she's not really clear on how it's established, but it's weird that he would have this realization, but she wouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. And so then, so he's not like actively trying to sabotage his brother, but he's actually not really doing anything to help um, because he doesn't want to endanger Millie. And it's just like, I get it, but it just, it feels weird. I felt like we were waiting for something to happen with him, this book and nothing happened because when they had the casket, the coffin, and it was in the barn and Poppy decided to like go over there and she touches it and she says it feels warm. And then he creeps up behind her because he saw her like heading in that direction. They had that little conversation and literally nothing happens. I thought for sure he was going to like kidnap her and mm-hmm. the god or cat. There was just like a little bit more that could have happened there because it was a very suspenseful f- scene in my opinion. Like I thought something was about to go down and nothing happened. Right. Because you spend this whole time thinking he's great and then suddenly we learn, bam, he's maybe not that great. He's aligned with his Beth. And then now we have to undo my hatred of him and his alliance and realize, oh, JK, he was really trying to play Isbeth and has been on our side all along. And I just feel like even everyone's apprehension toward him, I think, sums up how I feel about him. Like, I don't trust you farther than I could throw you. But he's technically not even on your side. No, he was on the side for the greater good. He's on a whole other side. He's on the side, save my ass and save Millie's ass. Whoever's going to ensure that, that's the side I'm on. Right, but before that, he thought he was doing, because he was the one who was attempting to kill Poppy, because he Mm -hmm. wanted to stop the prophecy. So he initially set out to, like, stop the prophecy from happening. And then I think he met Millie, and he was like, whoa, 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 that's my heartmate. Also, um, the heartmate thing, like you guys were saying, like, wouldn't she know as well? I think so, because po- that's how Poppy and Cass, like, they were just drawn to each other and couldn't explain why they had that emotional connection, even though they should hate each other. So I feel like she should be aware of it as well. But once they are heartmates, then they can travel, like, through the dreams they to see each walk. other. Like, that's, like, one of the benefits of being heartmates. But they don't meet in the dream and then they're like, oh, shit, you're my heartmate. It's you. It's you. Like, your Elysian mate. You just get summoned to a field, and then you're like, oh. Uh, now you. you just made me think about Darius and Tori. God damn it. Really? You could think of Lance and, and Darcy. What other final thoughts do we have on this book? Are we – I know we've seen a book talker that we love, and I feel yes. like we're generally aligned with, said she's sunsetting the series, which, again, that was as shocking. I said in our group chat, um, cue the music from Hamilton – You'll be back. Wait and see. You remember, Poppy and Cass belong to me. 
Thank you, Elda. I can tell Bridget has still not seen Hamilton. I still have not. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. That Thank was great. You. I, feels Honestly, good to be appreciated. It's I appreciate you. I still giggled. <laughs> and so I don't know that I am – I'm not off of it. I'll read, I'll read it through. I think I, I'm such a loyal person that I will finish the story. Yes. I will wait till the very end and then decide if it's going to hit a reread. Because remember, like, I've read the first three books, like, three times now. Of course I'm invested. If you're judging me for reading it three times, don't. I am like, wow, that, no. I'm impressed by that. I read it the so, one time, which is probably why I'm like, am I remembering this correctly? Because <laughs> not uh, this last book is not going to get put on the, the, yeah, no, the reread no, no. list. So, like, my MO for reading, especially when I really like a series, is I kind of speed read mm-hmm. the first time around. Um, and then I will go back and reread to, you know, catch all the things I potentially missed. And so I did that, too, with um, From Blood and Ash the first time I read it. Um, but, again, this I do not feel like rereading this book. I wasn't even invested in enough to speed read through it. I felt like I was struggling to get to the end. Yeah. And that was saying something because I was pro joining because I was like, you would think, hey, I would just kind of speed read through this much. I I don't feel like it was clear what was happening. Like I wasn't sure who was where, what was happening. There was a swirling vertex around them, but I don't feel like that was even fully developed what was happening. And – I think I like, feel the, like that was intentional. The ritual part where that was very clear, like they were one was behind her, one was in front of her, they were all holding each other, they're feeding from each other. Like that, great. If she had just expanded like the way she wrote that and gave us the details, that would have been amazing. On the juicy details. Because we know she knows how to write really good scenes. Like it's very clear. We've writ- read every single poppy and casting. We know. We even read the Poppy and Cass scene when they reunited when they were in that, like, person's house. We know. So she just kind of, like, I don't know. I, I wonder if she got scared, like, she was, un- like, hesitant to write a three I wonder some. if it got edited, like, an editor said was, like, uh. So I actually think she did it on purpose. And I think she was trying to make everybody happy, but you can't do that. Right. Like, I think she was trying to, she was hesitant to, like, write it fully and then get shit from the people who were, like... She didn't commit. Yeah. No. She definitely did not commit. So, (laughs) this reminds me of a really funny conversation that we had during the first recording of this episode. Share with the class. I love this. So cracking. We were talking. We were talking Bridget about and I are like blank stares. We're like we have funny convos all the time. When Poppy and Castile reunited, I remember Bridget. You were really outraged about this because he starts exploring. Oh yes, he I mean, did we really want to put this back on the he podcast? Starts, he starts exploring. I'm telling you, she led up to what was supposed to be the most anticipated threesome of the entire book talk universe. Entire book talk universe. Cass and her I reunite. waited three books for this. Homeboy is like, you know, I know my girl's a little frisky. He, you know, his finger gets a little travels, you know, to other places that it usually has not in, in past. And you're like, okay, he's priming, priming her up for the joining. This is what's happening. Joining comes and goes. Nothing. Literally. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but I'm bump. I was like, what was the point, Cass? Tell me. Tell me. I just, it would. I feel like I needed that. I needed the joining like a book ago. Like I was convinced in Gilded Bones. I'm like, this is it. Honestly, but, it should have happened before they got married. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I don't really care. I just wanted all the details. So. Yeah, I just wanted to know what happened. I Who like was where what was it was where. so bad because I read the the ritual part of it and then I kept reading and I was tired and then I was like. What did I just read? And then I finished the book and I was like, yeah, the joining didn't happen. And I was like, wait, hold on. I'd like go back and reread and be like, what? Like what the body parts was with what body parts here? Like who was with who? Like nobody knows. Do you know that I just saw, I think this week, some, a book talker, I didn't say, but I wish I did, 
sort of or maybe it was in the fan group someone kind of broke down the scene of like where things were and i'm like this makes it much spicier much more detailed this is what i would have wanted like i didn't get that initial reread i couldn't tell you why this person making this noise in the positions that we're in made it well even poppy she didn't really figure out poppy didn't even know and i was like girl just open your eyes like, how do you not just open your eyes? You know, I and watch then- too much Encanto at our house. I'm like, open your eyes. <laughs> exactly. Go play that song for Poppy. <laughs> I was just like, it makes no sense. And I, I'm going to compare it to a scene that we've all read. It's from um, Zodiac Academy where... Um, K- no. Uh, Darius, Tori, and Caleb. Caleb. That was a good one. Because that nothing actually really happened. Well, of course, something did happen between the three of them, but it, they didn't go all the way for the three of them. And I was like, even Tori could feel like she was like, oh, this hand. Oh, that's Darius's because that's her lover. Like, that's her man. Uh-huh. I was expecting her to be able to tell the difference between her husband's touch and someone else's it's touch. It's just weird. It's just weird. And this this whole like new Poppy Karen dynamic or old dynamic, whatever. No, I'm telling you, the past books the were not like been, this. Like it just it just feels it feels weird. It feels weird. Like when she says, "I love him," not the same as Tawny, but it's not the same as Castile. It's like there's like there's not a lot of space. Between. You know, what pisses me off is because this girl can read emotions. <laughs> Yes. She tastes yes. emotions and she doesn't know the and emotions she, she's it's feeling. Just, it's what? so, it's so, we- it's just, ugh, it's weird. And the fact that, like, he, she asked him specifically, like, how do you feel about me? I, I think those were the types of questions we could have done without because then you're just leading to them being a, a what was it? A, a thruple. A thruple. I just, and I'm not getting the thruple vibes. Did we talk, I, I can't remember if we talked about it the first time. Or the second time. And I know that I've seen people say, like, the reason they're anti-thruple is because it would be an un... Yes, like, uh, an, like an unbalanced relationship. Yes. Power uh-huh. relationship, which is, yes, absolutely Because Poppy's so powerful by herself. that And Cass is powerful, but he's not as powerful. But she puts him on that pillar to be her equal, right? Oh, and then you just... Again. Can you still hear yeah. me, though? Okay, cool. You froze a little bit. Okay. Yeah, but... Yes. Yeah, and yes, then Kieran comes in and he's just completely like a next level. And we're not talking about next high level. We're like he's like two, three yeah. or tiers no. below. Cass it's- is in the uh NFL and Kieran's in like the amateur regional leagues. You know what I mean? Like they're just they're not they're playing the same game. College football. Not, same sport, not division same two. Level. Yeah. Division two college football. Um <laughs> it's just it's weird because like they can't go in that direction. It wouldn't make sense. Because Ooh. he is not her heartmate. Like, he's just, he's literally the third wheel. That's what I'm saying. If it was the joining and they did it for, like, after the purpose of the joining, they did it for all shits and giggles. And they're like, yeah, let's get adventurous. And they left that where it was and they didn't get into motions. Great. Fine. We don't have to worry about these issues. But now... Poppy has to go talk about all her feelings that she doesn't know what she has for humans. Like, just say, you're my bud. You're my really good friend. You're my husband's best friend. And now you're my best friend. Let's move on with life. He's a woman. I assume that they are very comfortable having multiple person activities all the time because we write about that in the previous book where they're on the beach. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that's their lifestyle. Poppy just had to go throw feelings It's not weird it. for Kieran. It's weird for us. Yes. Yes. But now I think um, it's also might be like weird a little bit for him because now he it's like it's not just like a rando person or someone from his pack. Yeah. It's, it's someone just, he might love. The oh, fuck. Ugh, it's just, ugh. Okay. So But I don't I'm hoping they won't go in that direction because at the end of the book they were talking about how a primal hasn't been born in something amount of years and her and Cass's kids would be the first primal born so i do think they're gonna have kids coming up maybe the last book maybe caitlin's like i don't remember the scene at all well no no no. i was just thinking i was like (laughs) what's the order so is it gonna be 
the next one is the second in the an ember in the shadow the nikos nikos line yeah we're gonna get the bouncing sort of back and forth the flesh and the fire or the fire and the flesh i forget what the title is another time i get it i get we're going for like a bonesy gilded fire ember fleshies but like the all the titles sound the same (laughs) it's really hard for me to keep them track um, we're getting the next book is going to be book two of Nikdos and Sarah. Um, and then we don't have a release date yet on book five of From Blood and Ash. And we just know that there's going to be six books. So, you know, if I was an author and I got as much crap as JLA got, I'd have been a petty bitch and been like, fuck you guys. I'm not writing the rest of the series. You just have to, you know, wait (gasps) (laughs) forever. Well, I'm glad that she's not as evil as you are. Um, Yeah. Or who knows? She came back on social media. She had to take a break from social media, you guys. That's how bad it was. Well, she's back on social media, but who knows what happens. We will see. On my side of the book talk universe, I did not see it as much. But I was actively trying to stay away, so I think that's kind of what I didn't want anything influencing. I like saw it mostly on Goodreads, but also beef. Like, if you don't read a book, don't leave a freaking review. Like, yeah, Goodreads the- is meant to leave books on reviews. Also, same people. Oh, I'm so excited to read this book, and they leave five stars. That's not a review. It's like if you look up the next, I think Crescent City three book, like has a release date tentative. And everyone's oh, like, five stars already. Yes. December what is December of next 2023? year. 2023? Yeah. I was going to say, it can't be this December. They can't align stuff with Zodiac Academy. Just to like quickly, quickly touch on this. Hilda and I would bounce, like, this is a whole theory, theory thing. And I feel like I finished the book and my brain still is like, what about this? What about that? There's a connection. Oh my gosh, this is earth shattering. So I keep sending you TikToks from that person. I think it's like Chemical Rosie. Mm -hmm. She has some like crazy good theories. Bridget, you need to hurry up and catch up. You have to. You've got to catch up. I mean, start. So And make sure you do not see a single spoiler for House of Breath and Sky because – Oof, it's Ugh. a good payoff and at then, the end. And then you can have Caitlin and I all the time saying, Rune Dannon, Crown Prince, Prince of the I don't need Faye. to read that book <laughs> to hear that audio because I see it every single time I hop on TikTok. Every single time. And I love it every single audio. time. Such an addicting audio. I, think was the audio I used work? the audio for our first like TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, you did. But I put other like guys' so photos good. on it. So I like good. the way she – I just like the sound, like that the audiobook's voice, the audiobook narrator's voice is good. Siri's voice? Yeah. Alexa's it wasn't Siri. Voice. No? I thought it was I Siri. Don't know. I don't listen to the Rune audiobooks. Dannon. Crown Prince of the Valbaran Fit. <laughs> I'm just saying for a solid week, it was between that and then the, I'm just thinking with my dick. <laughs> My shit dumb. Like a bop <laughs> in my head. These two sounds. <laughs> like, and I'd be at work and I'm just like humming it. <laughs> like, well, I mean, here. <laughs> in the home, house. Working. My shit dumb. And I'm just working. I'm like, oh, they're just thinking with their dick. <laughs> like, this is an excuse for being stupid. Oh, God. Um, this okay. entire book was just thinking with your dick, apparently. But not yeah. enough, really. It it could have thought more with that. Um. So I feel like this is kind of leading into my big announcement. Yeah. So breaking news. Um, so I had this realization. It took me a couple of weeks. Um. But okay. So let me set this up. Before I started reading the War of Two Queens, I went back. And reread some of my favorite scenes from the first two books. Because, again, like, I have loved Cass. He's great. And the Poppy and Cass dynamic um, has always been, I don't know, really key 
to why I liked him so much. And even like when he would joke constantly about stupid Willa's journal, like that joke has never gotten old for me. I would like a separate novella of Miss Willa's journal. Absolutely. And so I feel like, I don't know if it's because he was imprisoned for like more than half of the book and they really didn't have that much FaceTime. But, like, I just wasn't feeling cast this book. Um, I have to agree with you on that. But, so, go ahead. So, I've made the difficult decision to remove him from my reverse harem. And I have replaced him with his grandfather-in-law, Daddy Nikdos. (laughs) (laughs) The king of virgins. (laughs) (laughs) So, my new reverse harem is now um, Lance Orion. Daddy Nikdos. We're still keeping Dorian and we're still keeping um, Cassian. Dorian was on yours? Yeah. Dorian was on hers. Yeah. Mag- remember, that was Palin. Yeah, those magic oh, hands. Invisible magic hands. So we have Lance, Daddy Nikdos. Um, who was it again? Dorian. Dorian. And Cassian. Love Cassian. Okay. So I, I still just keep- love that we just keep calling him Daddy Nikdos. Like <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Still keep the fangs and the banter. Um You know, I feel like that's a good move. I I did not have Castile on my RH. But I think given the two current state what I know right now, I would go Daddy Nikdos as well. Okay, I have him on my RH and I'm not gonna drop him. That's fine. We're allowed I, to be different people. I know. Even though we're Gemini's and we usually have the same opinion. However, I'm giving Cass the benefit of doubt that it was just the book, the way it was written. He was captured for 50% of it. The other 50% of it, he was trying to get through his like internal emotions about being captured again. And he also had his queen, which I mean, I could have done without the whole like my queen, my queen, like, just come it. back with a little yeah. bit more personality, please. Like, what happened to our badass cast, who was, like, the fake dark one? So, I'm going to give him a little time to grow. So, basically, these hoes ain't loyal, Hilda. <laughs> you- I mean, you know what? I've never said I wasn't fickle. <laughs> but, like, I got to watch out for me and my best interest because nobody else is. <laughs> you know what? That's right. <laughs> So, you know, if not your four men, apparently. <laughs> just gonna rotate, not, rotate through he's them. Not, if he's not up to snuff, he's not up to standard. Like, listen, there's a harem for a reason, there's a line for a reason. So, just get to walking. I hope maybe I he'll earn pray. his place next book. After the next book, he's still on my list. Hey, maybe Dad and Nikos will come back. Maybe he'll awesome. be on your list. He might be. I might have to drop you someone know. from the list. Well, I can't drop Ryder and I can't drop Darius. Can't drop when I, was, when I, was I feel like you could drop Darius. I could drop Darius <sighs> in a heartbeat. He's not even on I the remember RH. when you started reading the series, you were like, I don't like Ryder. I was just like, right? this is my and favorite character. I... And you were like, I don't feel like you were into who is the Italian one? The Dante. 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 You're like, ooh, Dante. And I was like, no, no. Writer I think I was behind you. I was behind you a little bit. Yeah, I think yeah. I finished and then you started and I was like, yeah. Hey, Caitlin, Caitlin is firmly team Leon right now. Love Leon. Was he even on your RH? Oh, yeah. I yeah. had two okay. Ruthless Boys and uh, two Akatar Boys. Two Bat Boys, two Ruthless Boys. I Cass never made it. Dad and Ethos could make it on there. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like at one point when we were discussing RHs, maybe like in the group chat, I was conflicted about having Cassian and Daddy Nikdos on it. I was like, is that weird? Having your grandfather for Castile, you mean? Yeah, you mean Castile. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The other cast. That guy. That guy. Um, wow, you now, dropped him from your arch and can't even remember his name. I just, you know what? I that, it's on. Voldemort all over again. We shall not <laughs> say his name. I, I've, I've moved on. I mean, it happens, guys. It happens. R.I.P. Castile from the R.H. Well, you can head to our Instagram. Check out the story highlight. We have our R.H.'s there. So you can screenshot one of them. 
there's a frame there and insert your own tag us at booktalkmeadme underscore pod. Please, we want to see who's on your reverse harem. Take a picture, take a screenshot and tag us. The template is there for you guys to add it on. We'll be making an update. I'll have to figure out some dramatic way to phase out cast and insert <laughs> just we'll put a taps like, cancel so before we head out any other breaking news thoughts we want to add um so we did have two like thank yous that we did last time um but also before that i just want to let everybody know um that we're going to try really hard to sk- stick to our schedule whatever that schedule is um but the next series that we will be tackling um, and giving a summary of um, and our thoughts is, and feelings. Yeah, is the Plated Prisoner series by Raven Kennedy because the fourth book in the series comes out um, oh, the summer. in May. Oh, May. comes May. out on May nineteenth. Um, so we're going to be recapping books one through three between With now. Commander Rip and what? Commander Rip. Who's Hold on, <laughs> no? I don't think she's there yet. I'm okay. not there. I, so, how far are you along? I'm still like on ten percent like of like the first okay, book. I wow, just, I'm struggling. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. You um, better start feeling it because you're the person I know, in charge I know. of the recap. I know. I'm doing the recap. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and I will. I will be prepared. Um, but it's it's been a struggle. I've taken a couple detours since I started the series. Not looking um, good for the Pelated Prisoner. <laughs> so, should add, Bridget and I finished this separately, I think in December-ish. Yeah, I read it in over the summer. I yep. hear that it gets really good during book three. So Book um, three, bedroom. What? We waited a, far too long for that. I gotta one be and honest. a half like, books to go. One and a half books to go. It was a um, good scene. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to talk about. What else? Um, I guess we can also give some love to our favorite Twisted Sisters. Uh, um, the Twisted Sisters. The she Nightingale. Goes, oh. The I Nightingale Anthology um, that's supposed to be a charity book supporting um, uh, the Ukraine. Ukrainians. Ukrainians. Um, dropped today and so there's a nice little two chapter novella about Seth and Caleb in the Shimmering Springs Um, I read it already Um, I feel like it gave me just enough of my like Zodiac Academy hit that I've been missing Jerry makes a cameo love Jerry Um, love Jerry Lance also makes a cameo. Ooh, okay. Maybe I will typical, finish it. Being his typical asshole, which, of course, made me happy. Um, so, yeah. Check that out. And I'm then- sorry. I'm just cracking up because I think one of my favorite Lance scenes is when he's <laughs> drunk and, like, scares the crap out of Kylie. And she puts, like, <laughs> like beware of this monster. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was really <laughs> Really Shows laughed me. out loud at that part. Oh, <laughs> uh, so great. The whole series uh, is just a really fun read. We're going to have Gabe, to recap it. Gabriel and Lance have some really awesome moments. Nazi? Um, in the Ruthless Boys series. And Nazi then and Oreo. They have a really good one, too, in um, Heartless Sky. That was pretty great. So... We had a couple thank yous last time, so I will repeat them again. Our first thank you goes to our very good friend, Saida, who gave us lots of really wonderful advice on how to run a podcast, because apparently you just don't sit and record things. I would have done it over Zoom. (laughs) There's like software and programs and then uploading. Um, So she really helped us out and gave us great advice. So, Sai, we love you. You're the best. Um, And then we want to thank our friend Juice, who designed our logo um, and also, like, made our little social media squares because I don't know how to do that well (laughs) at all. Um, And she was just really lovely about the whole thing um, and really supportive. 
she got her fiance Richie to listen. So hey Richie, if, if you're out there listening to don't us, judge us for what we say or what we do. Um, but she like she's so cute. She was like, I don't even know what a podcast is, but I'll listen to your podcast. Um, and so, anyways, Juice, you're the best. Love you. Thank you. Um, thank I you should so just much. plug Saida's podcast. It's called Lasso Cast. All about Ted Ted Lasso. I said it wrong. <laughs> Ted Lasso. So check out Lasso Cast. Um, also, if you are Saida. in the business of getting a new logo, let us know and we'll hook you up with Juice. Yeah. Juicy Juice. She does lots of really great freelance work. So those were our thank yous. Those were our updates. Anything and, else? And that's all she wrote. I mean, I feel like we had... Oh, Bridget, parting thoughts. Sorry. I I don't think we actually said what our star rating for this book was as a group. Oh, uh-huh. Oh. Okay. Uh, right at the back and tell you it's a three. Three out of three. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go with a solid three. We'll end up writing a review on Goodreads on behalf of the podcast. And then you guys can go check it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have other thoughts, if you completely disagree, I feel like we're really negative, but it came from love, um, not not hate, not anger. Um, if you disagree, you have your own thoughts, feel free to shout us out on Instagram. You can also find us on TikTok. Um, and we, we're, we're the places where you want to be. We want to hear yeah. from you guys to so make sure you follow us on uh, Me underscore pod on Instagram and TikTok. And Please rate and review us. I don't think I've ever asked for that. So this is my once every four episodes, five episodes. I'll ask. When we remember. <laughs> when we remember. <laughs> yes. So I'm oh. asking you once now. Please rate us, review us. Give us five stars if you liked it. Not yeah. the three you stars. You can also like email us. I check our email. And it's booktalkmademepod at gmail.com. All one word. Also, if you want to collab with us, definitely email us or hit us up in the DMs of IG or TikTok. We'd be more than happy to work with you guys. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you guys. So let us know what your thoughts were on A War of Two Queens. Now that we've done two full episodes on it, and I'm sure we'll always recap when the next one comes out. Again, our next one is the Plated Prisoner series, uh, which we are we are in this time recording in just a few days so hilda better get to it i'm, I'm getting 10%. to it chop chop 56 percent. that's not that oh that's not that bad, bad. Okay. it's not that bad you're gonna be like me cramming like 20 finishing 20 minutes before we record <laughs> um so we hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll see you guys soon bye bye